Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. RNZ Pacific News, Nissan Bulavinaka, I'm Silmanu Tietvan Tafain. A vote of no confidence in Papua New Guinea's Prime Minister, James Marapi, is set to be heard on May 29th. The opposition bloc stands by the motion filed on February 20th, despite discrepancies raised by the private business committee. Opposition MP Keith Iduhu says in their view there are no issues with the paper despite the Prime Minister rubbishing it and accusing the opposition of forging names. If the committee or the chair decides to tamper with the motion or deal with it in a manner other than contemplated by the Supreme Court, Section 23 of the Constitution will be invoked and punitive measures will be sought from the courts thereafter. Mr Iduhu says penalties to the tune of 10 years imprisonment are possible. RNZ Pacific understands the acting speaker and private business committee would be impacted if this is the case. New Caledonia's nickel crisis has prompted a call for a state of economic urgency. In the north of the main island, Glencore is withdrawing from the venture. The whole site is being placed in care and maintenance. In the south of the main island, a subsidiary of French giant Eremet recently had to be bailed out by a French government loan to avoid an ominous bankruptcy. The other southern plant is also trying to keep its head above water and reconstructing its stock to allow a major industrial partner to invest. The Marshall Islands wants a UN treaty banning nuclear weapons amended before it's ratified. President Hilda Heine told Kyoto News that if certain provisions in the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons are not changed, they cannot move forward. Lydia Laws has more. President Heine says at the moment the language of the treaty states that nuclear-affected countries are responsible for victim assistance and environmental remediation. In other words, the Marshall Islands needs to clean up the mess and harm the US caused. Today marks the 70th anniversary of the most powerful U.S. nuclear bomb test in the Marshall Islands at Bikini Atoll. It exposed islanders and 23 crew members on a Japanese tuna fishing boat to radioactive fallout. Hilda Heine says the harm caused by the 67 U.S. nuclear tests conducted from 1946 to 1958 is still being felt. Cook Islands Tourism says it has been challenging to reach consensus on new guidelines for turtle tour operators. Director of Destination Development Brad Kerner says the new agreement, which is not legally binding, includes maintaining a three-metre distance from turtles and having a ratio of one guide to every four guests while in the water. A 50-year-old New Zealand man died in Avavaroa Passage, where the tours take place in December last year. Mr Kerner says the overall standards of tour operations have already improved. It's been challenging to reach consensus with everyone involved. It's been a reasonably long process. But I 
personally believe that the MOU approach has, has been extremely productive. It's been the catalyst for really robust discussion and debate, so it's getting people thinking and talking about it and what improvements they need to make to comply for their own operations. The wife of Whanana e Fissel Collins was one of many paying tribute to the former Greens MP at his funeral yesterday. A celebration of his life was held in Monaco. In her eulogy, Whanana's wife, Vasafia Collins, with their two young daughters by her side, thanked her husband for making every second count. Efesel was our hero, our warrior, our fierce protector, and now our eternal valentine. We will miss you so very much. I'm so grateful for the life that we built together. It's now illegal for anyone in New Zealand to support Hamas. Designating the political arm of Hamas a terrorist entity puts a country in step with its Five Eyes partners. Our political reporter, Anaka Smith, has more. The designation freezes any of Hamas's assets here and makes it a criminal offence to participate in or support its activities. It brings New Zealand into line with Australia, the UK, the US and Canada. But the government says it's acting against the extremes of both sides of the Israel-Hamas conflict. It's introducing a travel ban on more than a dozen extremist Israeli settlers who have committed violent acts against Palestinians in the West Bank. Foreign Affairs Minister Winston Peters says recent statements by Israeli ministers about plans to build more settlements on the West Bank are of serious concern. In world news, President Vladimir Putin has said Russia's forces are advancing confidently in Ukraine two years after he ordered the full-scale invasion. In his annual State of the Nation address in Moscow, he portrayed the conflict as a struggle for Russia's sovereignty and security. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg reports. With the presidential elections two weeks away, this address was part campaign speech, part state of the nation and state of the world, as Vladimir Putin sees it, with warnings to the West and promises to his people that life here will get better if he stays in the Kremlin. Apparently responding to President Macron of France not ruling out sending troops to Ukraine, the Kremlin leader warned of tragic consequences if that happened and the danger of a nuclear war that would end civilization. He painted a picture of a Russia that is growing stronger, more confident, more united. But objectively, there is also more repression here. Vladimir Putin made no reference to that. The team behind the Odyssey spacecraft says their mission has changed the economics of landing on the moon. Last week, it became the first privately developed spacecraft to soft land on the lunar surface. Our correspondent Sally Patterson has more. The CEO of Intuitive Machines, which created the Odysseus Moonlander, called the past week's mission a daunting journey. Stephen Altimus said the lander, affectionately referred to as Odie, kicked open the door for many more missions in the future. That includes sending human explorers back to the moon. But even though Odie tipped over during its landing near the moon's south pole, Its creators called the mission a success, pointing to the steady stream of data it's been sending back to Earth for controllers to analyse. Cuba's government has for the first time asked the UN's food programme for help as food shortages on the communist-run island worsen. 
The World Food Programme says it has received an unprecedented official request from the Cuban government for help providing powdered milk to children under seven years of age. The request is a sign of the seriousness of Cuba's economic crisis. As well as a shortage of milk, fuel and medicines are also running low. In sport, the Crusaders coach, Rob Penny, insists he's not thinking about revenge ahead of tomorrow night's Super Rugby clash with the New South Wales Waratahs. Penny was less than two seasons through the three-year deal as Waratahs head coach when he was sacked in 2021, following five straight losses to start the season. However, he's adamant there's no chip on his shoulder. None of that. I just want our boys to play really well. You know, in relationships they have been really strong. I've got good affinity with a lot of people still back there. Circumstances were difficult at times, but um, no, it's more about the, our performance and what we do. All teams are playing at Amy Park in Melbourne this weekend for the Super Round. Tonight, the Highlanders play the Blues before the Rebels take on the Force. The Black Caps are set to get their first turn with the bats on a day two of the opening cricket test at the Basin Reserve. Bowler Matt Henry expects them to face similar conditions to what the Australian batters had to endure on day one. Henry took four wickets as the tourists battled through to 279 for nine at stumps, with Cameron Green scoring an unbeaten century. Henry says the Basin wickets should still have plenty of life in it when they bat. Traditionally at the Basin it will probably quicken up a little bit as it, as it does harden out but I, I think obviously that new ball is going to be the big challenge. You get through that and, and you see what Cam Green and, and the likes did later on in the day. So yep, we'll come here, we've played a lot of cricket here and, and we'll trust what we're about to do. Day two starts in about an hour. That's your latest RNZ Pacific News and Sport. For more stories go to rnzi.com. 